Today on 5FM Extra Loud Mornings, we are chatting to Dr. Tahira Hasim, who's an obstetrician and gynecologist at Sunning Hill Net Clare Hospital in private practice. Uh, Dr. Hasim, thank you for, so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Good morning, Nicole. <laughs> Um, so obviously we are we are in the throes of of Women's Month, and um, I think uh, women's health is is something that needs to be spoken about more often, and not only during this particular month of the year. And um, you are my gynecologist. I have been coming to you for many years, so I trust you and your advice. Um, and I don't imagine that you would give any false information. So I thought that you would be ideal for this particular chat. Um, and especially some some myths that need to be busted. There's a lot of fake news on the internet. There's a lot of interesting products that people are trying to push and um, a lot of things that just don't need to be pushed um, that are happening or that are that are being circulated online. And um, maybe this will give us all the opportunity to get the right information, right information from a professional. Um, let's maybe just start at the at the very beginning. What exactly is an obstetrician and gynecologist? Okay, so an obstetrician is a, a doctor that delivers babies and a gynecologist is the same, same doctor except that they don't uh, practice delivering babies anymore. So we separate ourselves nowadays um, from obstetrics and gynecology. So if we decide we don't want to deliver babies anymore, we just um, separate ourselves from obstetrics. Okay, fantastic. So then you're definitely the right person to, to have a chat to. Um, maybe let's start with um, some myths that you can bust or, or tell us if they are actually correct. Uh, let's start off with this one. It is necessary to use specialized cleaning products for the vagina. Definitely not. So the vagina is a, it's a self-cleaning organ. So um, we don't advise that you should use any products to clean the vagina. So as a woman, I'm sure you've noticed that at different times of the month, you have different discharges. So if you've got like a clear discharge or a milky discharge, that's normal because the vagina self-cleans itself. It has its own bacteria and its own um, uh, lubricants that are within the lining of the vagina. And what that does is at certain times and certain moments, you get like a, a flush of this kind of liquid or discharge. And that's basically the vagina cleaning itself. So it's definitely not necessary to go and wash inside the vagina or scrub inside the vagina or put in any fancy, um, you know, cleaning products and uh, scented stuff in that, in that um, area to clean the vagina. The vagina does it itself. Um, the only thing you need to do is like you can use a bit of water and, you know, very mild soap on the outside. Um, if you want to, otherwise just plain water is okay just to rinse the outside. I mean, it's we've had vaginas for hundreds and hundreds of years and lots of babies have been born without specialized soaps and fragrances. So no need to to change what's already working there. Hey? Yeah. And you know, there's, I've, I've seen these um, adverts on, on Facebook and uh, the internet about uh, steaming the vagina and, uh, um, people using baby powder and you know there's there's all these old things where our mums also have have told us that we've got to use a wash rag and scrub and wash the vagina and these are all things that we should not be doing because the vagina does it itself but you know the vagina is a very forgiving organ even despite us doing all these funny things to it it forgives us 
and uh, it replenishes itself and it heals after we've done all these funny things to it. Um, this one, I think a lot of um, ladies would find some value in and, and, and gents as well. Uh, some women just experience pain during sex. So they will, doesn't matter what happens. It's just painful for them all the time. Okay, then that is, is quite abnormal. But some pain during intercourse can be normal. It depends on the different positions that they're in. Um, but to have pain throughout intercourse is completely abnormal. So that, that's not a complete myth. So if there is pain during intercourse at every moment, you need to have that checked out. What, what could be the cause for, for something like that? So there's lots of different causes. Um, it could be initial penetration. So it, it depends on when they're having pain. Is it from penetration? Is it deep pain? Um, penetration could be either that, you know, it's the first time that they're having intercourse or they're not very regular. So they might be tight at the entrance. They might be lacking lubricants. Or if it's quite deep inside, things like endometriosis or masses like fibroids, infections, if they've got a cyst inside, or if, you know, the partner might be just too large at times, or it could be positional as well. Um, if a woman cannot experience an orgasm during vaginal intercourse, then something is wrong. Myth or true? Myth. Hmm. Not all women experience orgasms. Uh, it takes a while for a woman to experience an orgasm. And also, you know, the, there's specific spots where you need um, your partner to stimulate you or you need to find your own spot um, to be able to experience an orgasm. And, you know, with a, with a woman, it takes them at least 30 minutes to get into that zone where they feel relaxed enough to be able to um, experience some enjoyment. For a partner, the moment that they erect, they want to get inside. So if you leave them outside for a bit until you find your zone, and then once they're inside of you, then you can, you know, you can allow them in that spot. And then obviously you can um, direct them, them to where the spot is for you to orgasm. So it does take a long time to get, find that spot. And it also takes a lot of relaxation before you can orgasm. And you don't orgasm at every time you have intercourse. Hmm. Would you say there's almost like a psychological aspect to, to having an orgasm as well, as opposed, for, as opposed to men where it's mainly just physiological? Yeah, definitely. There's definitely uh, a lot of psychology behind it. There needs to be trust. You need to feel comfortable. You need to feel... Um, totally relaxed. Mm, mm. Okay, this one, wow. Okay, a tampon can get lost inside the body. A tampon can get lost inside the vagina. Yes. Not inside the body, unless you've got like a cavity going somewhere else because the vagina, <laughs> the vagina does end at the cervix. So it can get lost in the vagina. Yes. How, how can it get lost? There's a string. There's, I mean, I've, I've gone had forever. Quite a few patients, I've had quite a few patients who've lost their tampons and then they've come in and they've been complaining of like a smell and, and then you find, a, you know, the a rotting tampon in the vagina. Wow. Um, yeah, quite a few times. And I've had to remove it and start them on a course of antibiotics or, you know, have to ask them to abstain from intercourse for quite some time until that area healed. I've had two patients where they've had ulceration in the vagina from the tampon being stuck in there for quite some time. And then we've had to remove the tampon and let them heal from that 
Um, yeah. And, sure. you know, these tampons, sometimes if you put in a small tampon and it, it moves all the way up and you're, not, you're at the end of your period, you tend to forget about it because there's no bleeding and it gets forgotten. And sometimes you leave the tampon in for a whole day and it's forgotten and life goes on. And the only time you notice is when you start discharging or your partner notices that there's a smell at the bottom. Hmm. And it happens. We get busy with life and life goes on and then you just get the smell. 100%. Wow. Okay. I, I 100% thought that that was going to be a myth, but uh, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it's, it's completely possible. Um, okay. Here's another one for you, Doc. There will always be symptoms with an STD or an STI. Not always. Um, uh, syphilis infections, you don't always get symptoms. You might harvest the, the you might harbor the infection in your system and then only when your immunity is low then you might um, show some symptoms even with your HPV um, human papillomavirus where you have the virus mm -hmm. within you only when your immunity is low then your warts start showing up or you might have changes on your cervix so you don't always have symptoms and you might have be harboring an STD hmm. Um, okay, this one I think this one I think is going to be quite interesting. Removing your pubic hair will keep your vagina and outer genitals clean. Not always. <laughs> um, you've got to keep your your pubic hair clean to keep your outer genitals clean. So no, you don't always have to remove your pubic hair. Your pubic hair can be protective. So there's some cultures that advise you to remove your pubic hair. It's, it's a cultural thing, and um, as long as you keep it clean and neat, um, then the vaginal area will remain clean and neat. So we have to trim and, and, and you know, keep ourselves clean. Mm -mm -mm. But I suppose if, you, if you're not washing the area, it's going to be dirty, regardless of whether there's hair or not, right? Yeah, but now this is different to washing inside the vagina versus washing outside the vagina. Got you. Okay. So that's the difference. This one is maybe, um, these next two are probably similar to what we spoke about earlier, but maybe some people are, are going to see some differences. Scented feminine sprays cover up the smell of your vagina and are harmless. So with, with the vagina, some odor is normal. Um, and we need to learn to accept that we smell differently. And if you're going to use scented sprays and, and products in that area, you're hiding what can be normal and you can also be hiding what's abnormal. Um, so I don't recommend that and it's definitely a myth. Um, your, your scent at the bottom would definitely vary depending on what you've eaten, on your hydration status and, and your different part of your cycle. And if you've got an infection at the bottom, you would have a different smell. And that would be something that um, you'd be alarmed and you would end up having to go and see your doctor or your healthcare worker to have that assessed. But if you've eaten a lot of garlic, you would smell differently at the bottom. If you're dehydrated, you would have a, a strong smell at the bottom. And if you're on your cycle, your vagina would smell differently. So different parts of, of your, your cycle and different odors can be quite normal. So ideally, you should not be using products at the bottom to give yourself different scents. Um, the last one, probably also related, you need to clean your vagina with soap. Myth or true? 
Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. We spoke about that at the beginning of our yes. of our interview. A hundred percent. So uh, whether you are using specialized cleaning products that are just for vaginas or just soap, either or probably neither is, is needed, just some warm water and um, yeah, just making sure that you staying fresh, clean underwear. I'm guessing I'm just throwing in some things now that my mom used to tell me, but yeah, clean underwear, um, breathable and, um, you know, and just washing with warm water. Yeah, and at night, if you can, um, ideally don't wear any underwear because then you give your vagina a, a chance to breathe. Mm. And then there's also this myth about wearing panty liners all the time. Some women like to wear panty liners all the time. And they actually make things worse because with panty liners, because it draws a lot of moisture, it ends up making, you, making your vagina want to discharge more. So you make your problem of discharging far worse than it is. And women that wear panty liners end up having more discharge than normal. So, yeah, that's also one of the myths that um, goes around where women are told that they should wear panty liners all the time, and you shouldn't. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that I didn't know. Doc, there we go. Oh, those are our myths. Some, some I must be honest. I was surprised with the, with the answers. Thank you for those. Um, as somebody who's been specializing as a gynecologist and, and uh, obstetrician for, for as many years as you have, are there some, still some things that educated ladies are, are making these assumptions with and you just wish you could just make a billboard and just say, this, this is, I wish that everyone knew this. So things that, that you wish more ladies knew about for their vaginal health? So the first thing is don't douche, like we spoke about. The vagina will clean itself. Discharges can be normal. Not every discharge is abnormal. Your vagina needs to breathe. Don't wear a panty all the time. Um, and don't put a panty liner or a tampon there at all times. And another thing is sex can be healthy. Um, a lot of people think that sex is taboo and you shouldn't be having sex, but sex is healthy. Mm -hmm. It keeps your vagina alive. It keeps it lubricated. It allows you to burn calories. It boosts your immunity. It also brings your partner closer. And it allows that vaginal lining um, to allow the blood vessels also to become more vibrant so that your, your vagina is nice and healthy. And another myth, um, you know, people have this notion that their lips, the, the labia is too long or too short. Everybody's different at the bottom. Um, and, you know, we need to embrace that not every vagina looks the same. And, yeah, that's what, our, what I would like everybody else to know about. Those are the important things. And I wish that everybody knew about these things. Mm -mm. Well, Doc, I mean, that's that's very educational and informative. I'd love to have more conversations with you going forward if possible. That's where we'll leave it for today. It's Dr. Tahira Hasim, who's an obstetrician and gynecologist at NetCare, um, at Sunning Hill NetCare Hospital. Um, she's also um, consulting privately. If you'd like to catch up with her or find her online, feel free to do that. It's Dr. Tahira Hasim. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. <laughs>